welcome to Sweet Play Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Macmasunas. How's everybody doing today? I am doing great, guys. It is fantastic to be behind the mic again. It's been, oh man, it feels like forever, I'll tell you. So today is the day that the urge hit me that I wanted to record because so much has happened since the last time I sent you guys out a new episode, which was uh, Underground Hour 45. Yeah, that was the last one I did. That was last month. And uh, man, it's it's been pretty crazy, pretty busy. I'll definitely get into all that stuff. Uh, for some reason, yesterday... Uh, the thought came in my head to, you know, why don't you do a, a recording of an episode? And I was like, well, what do I want to do? Do I want to do a movie review? But it's like, well, I did say the next movie review I'm going to do is Furious 7, which is in six days. And then I was like, well, do I want to do an underground hour? I was like, well, I do, but I also kind of want to talk some movies and things like that. So then all of a sudden the, the line of uh, news reviews and tunes just came across my head. I'm like, hey. That's awesome. Why don't I just do a hybrid episode, you know? Just do a little bit of movie reviewing, a little bit of news, some music, you know, hybrid of Underground Hour, hybrid of the regular uh, movie review stuff, and uh, just throw out an episode until I do the Furious 7 episode. And I definitely want to talk some Furious 7 because, as you know, uh, or you may not know, Furious 7 is definitely my most anticipated movie of 2015. I mean, there's going to be a lot of great movies that are coming out this year. But this is the one that I've been waiting for because uh, I'm sure you know Fast and Furious is my favorite fan is my favorite franchise. You know, it's just it's you know, it's my family, man, up on the screen. It's it's good times. I know that when I go there, I'm going to have some laughs. I'm going to have uh, some cheers. Uh, I'm going to be on the edge of my seat. And especially for this one is a time to say goodbye to somebody that uh, I've, uh, you know, like losing a friend, man. So I'm definitely going to get into some of that, uh, some anticipation that I'm, I'm looking forward to in the next six days when I go and see that. I also saw um, Insurgent, part of the Divergent series. There's some movies I checked out recently that I want to talk about. I got some tunes. That I've been just, oh man, I've just been jamming to like crazy. And then just kind of let you guys know what's been going on, man. Because it's been a long time uh, since you've heard from me. And I kind of want to tell you, hey, this is this is what the deal, this is what's been going on, you know, and, and just kind of catch up with you guys, you know. Because I miss you guys and uh, I thank you for just still wanting to uh, to support me whether I want to quit podcasting or continue because there have been those conversations where I kind of just want to hang up the mic some days and then there's other days where I'm just like, ah, I'm just going to wait. So uh, with that being said, uh, let's get rolling into some news and not just movie news, but I want to talk about some personal news because not everybody knows what's been going on in the Masoonist world. You know, last episode was an Underground Hour episode, super fun. Thanks for the feedback from those of you who sent it in to me to let me know, hey, love the new format, good times. I'm glad you approve. I will keep it that way. To be honest, I would say 
that probably half the STL audience listens to the Underground Hour because it is its own side project. It's its own thing. And some people want both. They want the movies and they want the music. And then there's others just like, nah, no, no music for me. I'll just take the movie reviews. But to be fair, the episode prior to that was a Back to the Future commentary. And I didn't have a chance to talk any news or really tell you what's been going on. So um, the reason why there hasn't been a lot of episodes is just kind of a refresher. Um, You know, late last year, um, to be exact, I believe it was October 1st. Uh, no, July 1st. Yeah, July 1st. Wow, that was that was a big day. July 1st is when uh, the, the place I had been working for 13 years uh, at a car insurance company uh, fired me uh, over something that I wasn't able to prove that I did, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, they, they had to let me go. So I, I spent three months just wondering what was going to happen, you know, and you and you guys knew about that. And and uh, I had done a lot of podcast episodes at that time, but I finally found a job. It was a computer job. Uh, I'm a field computer technician uh, because computers was something that I've always been into and I was in I was in the IT department when I was working for the insurance company. But now this is full blown computer work, man. And uh, it's really rough. You know, I thought going into this thing, I thought I knew a lot about I thought I knew a lot about computers, but I didn't know jack squat about computers when I got this job because there's the specific test that you have to take. It's called A plus. It's like a college course that you have to you have to know computers inside and out. There's a lot of old school information that you're never in the world ever gonna use again, but you have to know it for this stupid test. Unfortunately these tests, there's two of them you have to pass and they're both two hundred dollars a piece. So when I got the job, you know, I was supposed to get my A plus within the first 30 days, not 30 days, three months. I apologize, three months. And, uh, of course I was, uh, I was busy building clients, you know, trying to study now this book, this book that I had to study 1500 pages, man. Um, and it really, you know, number one changed my hours. So it, it totally changed my, my life around number one, my wife had to change her work schedule. So all the free time that I had to watch all these movies and to record a podcast kind of went away once I got this new job because my wife had to change her schedule around, meaning that instead of working nights, she would have to work days. And the nights is when I would do all these podcast reviews uh, and or recordings. And, and then the weekends is when I would have the time to record. But now those have changed. And Jameson and I, we can never get together anymore. And we've been talking about it. And so I got to the point where I was like, look, once a month, you know, I'll, I'll, if whenever the need comes, the desire to come, because the last thing I want to do is record a podcast episode just to do it, just throw it out and have no meaning to it or anything like that. I I don't want to lose any passion for it whatsoever. Uh, To be honest with you, the past two months, I've really struggled with uh, the fact of if I wanted to continue podcasting because I've really been down because just the whole life change, the studying has been really difficult and and everything like that. So I've had no desire to want to go to the microphone, but recording underground hours are always fun. You know, those are music related. Those are easy to record, easy to edit, so on and so forth. But I just have no time anymore to just sit around and watch a movie just for the podcast. If I'm going to watch a movie, it's to hang out with my wife and, and whatever, and then go to bed and go to work the next day. So needless to say, um, that's kind of why things have been slow. It's, um, 
me recording an episode when the desire hits, when the desire is to record, because like I said, I don't want to half-ass any episode. That's not fair to you, and that's not fair to me. So that's why these podcast episodes are going from basically four episodes a month down to one, because that's when the time hits, and also to make sure that you get the quality that you guys deserve and that uh, you would expect when you listen to these episodes, you know, because I got to keep it fun. That's just the way it is. And, you know, um, definitely is a day where I feel excited and passionate and, and just ready to just talk to you guys. And tomorrow could be a day where I'm like, screw this thing. I'm done, you know, but that's not fair to you guys because there are certain movies that I've promised you guys, which I am definitely going to do before I, I hang up the microphone. I, I've come to a, a point in my life where um, I think I'm going to wrap things up, but I'm not ready to, to just up and end the podcast in a few months. You know, it, it's going to take a little while for me to wrap things up, get, get those movie reviews done that I've always wanted to get done and then just kind of say, okay, where am I at? You know, so I basically look at it as maybe in a year from now, I'll probably be done. That's kind of w- what I'm feeling, but maybe six months from now, things would change. But honestly, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, I've, I've been doing this for, for a while. There's other podcasts that have been on much longer than me. There's other podcasts that don't make it past a year, you know. There's more than 200 episodes on the feed. That's pretty awesome. You know, actual movie reviews, no. But with the Underground Hour mixed in there and the bonus reviews, there's over 200 episodes on the feed, you know. And I got 33 ratings and reviews on iTunes, which is fantastic. The website, you know, I ran out of money. I don't have a lot of money anymore because unfortunately I was getting paid a lot of money at the job that I was at for 13 years. This new job I have to pay, I had to take a big pay decrease. So I actually make $3 less an hour than I did before. So I couldn't afford to update the website. So if you can still get to stlpodcast.com, great. Unfortunately, it'll never be updated again because I don't have access to it anymore because I don't have the funds for it. So it's kind of depressing, but obviously the podcast is still on. I do pay for that. It's it's a good fee. Um, it's, it's reasonable, but for the website fee, it wasn't reasonable at all, unfortunately. So I had to let it go on a bright note though. I've definitely had more time to spend with my family, which is awesome. You know, um, I would say that I got to a point where, uh, all I could think about was podcasting, podcasting, podcasting. And then, you know, I would have to argue with my kids about podcasting. Now it's like, you know, I got my priorities in check, you know, it's like, Hey, I'll get to podcasting whenever I can. But spending the the quality time with my family is what I need, and it's been awesome. Although they have been sick these past few weeks, you know, uh, it's been really difficult to deal with. Uh, Just, man, when one comes with health, the other one gets sick, and then my house gets messed up, and... Uh, it, but at least, you know, Jameson and I were always joking around and, and he said that, Hey, we'll do a podcast together when you pass your A plus test. And I was like, Oh yeah, no pressure there. Uh, unfortunately I, I failed that test. And that was another thing that really brought me down. Uh, as I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, these tests are $200 a piece. So because I failed the first test, I now have to come up with $200 to retake it again. And I have to pass these tests to keep my job. So that's why there's just a lot of pressure on me. So I think after I, I get this these two tests passed and I get certified uh, and, and the pressure goes down, I think I'm going to have a lot more time 
to record again. So good times, you know, it's all going to work out definitely. Uh, so let's talk about some, some news in, in just the overall world that I've been, uh, that I've been experiencing these past few weeks. So favorite video game series of all time is Batman, uh, the Arkham, the Arkham city games, you know, Batman, Arkham Asylum, Arkham city, and soon to be Batman, Arkham Knight is going to be rolling around in a few months. Now, this is the final game in the Batman Arkham series, and this one's coming on the new consoles, PS4, Xbox One. But there was a big shocker to the world when the series that has been rated T for teen is now rated M, this final installment. Rated M for Mature, and as you know, Rated M for Mature is basically an R rating for a movie. You know, instead of your typical PG-13, you've now moved up to R. And uh, I want to talk about this because I've never had a chance to talk about it. So this is the perfect time to do so. All right. So what's the deal? Why is this game being rated M for mature? Well, here's basically it doesn't mean that Batman is going to be going around killing folks now. It doesn't mean that they've added nudity to the game. It's not that they've added swearing to the game. They've had swearing in the past. It was your typical uh, mild language, nothing like the F-bomb or anything like that. But they've had swearing before, and that's why I was able to get a rated T for teen um, rating. But this is a very dark game. We're dealing with the Scarecrow. And as you know, Scarecrow, I'm sure you're very familiar with this guy. If you've seen Batman Begins, he has a hallucinogen that uh, brings out your worst fears. So uh, there's going to be a lot of crap that's going to be going on in this game. A lot of dark themes, a lot of hallucinations. Uh, I read that some dudes are going to get electric shocked, you know, tortured basically. And then there's two playable characters that are killers. One of them's Harley Quinn. The other one is uh, Red Hood. So it makes perfect sense why this game is going to be rated M. I think this is actually pretty good because, yeah, it may limit sales for the little kids out there that can't go and play these games. But these aren't kid games. These are adult games. So who gives a crap if the little kids can't play this game? That's just tough. I don't care. This is awesome because of the fact of the adults can actually have an R-rated Batman because it's going to be very serious and it's going to be, you know, just a big finale. I can't wait for it. So I have no problem whatsoever with the M rating of the game. And uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. I, I have the highest expectations for this game and rightfully so because this is... Uh, these games are incredible. Batman Arkham Asylum, 10 out of 10. Batman Arkham City, 10 out of 10. My favorite game of all time. It immediately skyrocketed there. Uh, I, I I just hope and pray that Arkham Knight will kick that game off the top of the list. And Arkham Knight will be my favorite game of all time. If it doesn't, hey, I don't care. Uh, I just want it to be a phenomenal game. This game has been four years in the process. And it keeps getting pushed back and back and back. So that way they can make it 100% uh, the best it can possibly be. And that's all I can ask for. I always say perfection takes time and it sounds like they're going to deliver it. So it is rated M for mature, but I'm actually excited for it. Uh, and speaking of games, let's talk about some Mortal Kombat. So Mortal Kombat 10 is coming out on uh, PS4, PC, Xbox one, uh, Mortal Kombat. The last, uh, last game, had a special bonus guest of Freddy Krueger from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake. Uh, And you could tell it was definitely him because it was the same uh, voice and the same face, the same 
jacked up face, but he was an awesome character. It was very fast. It was a good time. Kratos from God of War was a PS3 exclusive. So this time around, uh, of course, we got some bonus characters added. Everybody was wondering what were the characters that we were going to have. And of course, it was revealed to be Jason Voorhees. I mean, how awesome is that? Uh, it's too bad Freddy can't make it into this game so you could have the Freddy versus Jason match you re- always wanted. You know, not just watch the movie, but you can actually have your own Freddy versus Jason match. That's awesome. But I think the, the biggest surprise and, and the one that makes the most sense is Predator. Man, I cannot wait to be Predator. I mean, this guy, it just fits perfectly into the Mortal Kombat world. I cannot wait for it. So I have it pre-ordered. I got a GameStop credit card. That was all good in the hood. So I got that thing pre-ordered. And uh, that comes out next month, man. I I cannot wait for it. Uh, Other video games I was looking forward to that unfortunately are not coming out this year will be Uncharted 4, the final Uncharted in the series. Um, really, it's basically the, the guy version of Laura Croft. So if you played the Tomb Raider games, that's essentially what uh, Uncharted is, but it's the PS, it's a Sony PlayStation exclusive is what it is, but it's a fantastic series. And that's one of the reasons why the new Tomb Raider game, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, it was the Tomb Raider reboot, which was rated M for mature because, I mean, you got to kill people with arrows and shoot their heads off. I mean, it was super violent game. It was a lot of swearing. It was just, it was an amazing game. It was fantastic. It was the greatest Tomb Raider game I've ever played. I've always been a fan of Laura Croft, but I've hated the games because the gameplay sucked. It was terrible. It was always confusing. She always looked like a box anyways. But when they did the reboot and they made an M for Mature, it was like, wow. You know, it's such liberty when you get that arrow and you shoot it through a guy's head and he hits a wall and he just slowly slides down. Oh, man, it's awesome. It's a good time. So you can tell I have a bit of a dark side when it comes to video games. But unfortunately, Rise of the Tomb Raider will not be coming to PlayStation 4. It's an Xbox One exclusive, but it is timed. So that will be, I'm hoping, coming to PlayStation sometime in 2016. I guess we'll see. But for video games, man, uh, I am super pumped. Uh, I cannot wait for Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, It's going to be, you know, my favorite film franchise is bringing me a new movie. And my favorite video game franchise is bringing me a new game. So 2015 is just going to be so exciting for me. And then we're going to have remastered editions. Uh, for God of War 3 will be coming to PS4 and then the Arkham games Batman Arkham Asylum and Arkham City is going to be remastered and coming to PS4 and Xbox One at the end of this year that's going to be awesome I can't wait so hey before we get into some movie reviews that I have for you guys because I got a few of them I want to talk about let's get into a tune man because you know with my new job uh, part of my job being a field technician the the keyword field there means that I got to drive the places. I got to, you know, business calls and it has a computer problem. I got to drive to your place to fix your computer. So I got to listen to the music on the radio or I got to listen to music on my iPod. So I got some special tunes for you guys that is definitely going to help energize this party. It's some good times. It's tunes that we remember. And I got some new ones for you too as well. But I'm going to I'm gonna start off with a classic here that uh, I, I think is a fan favorite of anybody who's ever heard of Bon Jovi before. And that's You Give Love a Bad Name, baby. Man, I, I, this song came on. I was jamming to it. And then my daughter came on. And she was just like, woo. My, my daughter's 12 years old, and I swear, man, she loves these 80s and 90s tunes more than I do. That, that's crazy, right? I mean, I never tell her exactly what year they came out. She thinks they're all new tunes. That's how 
that's how you know you got a really good song when it stands the test of time. So here we go. Without further ado, one of the jams of the episode, some Bon Jovi, You Give Love a Bad Name. Check it out.
right, so that was some Bon Jovi, You Give Love a Bad Name. Woohoo, good times. All right, guys, let's get back to the reviews section because I haven't done any reviews yet. So here we go. All right, so I guess I'll start off with a new movie that I recently saw. It's my second movie that I saw in the theater. The first one I saw in the theater I did not talk about on the show, but hey, why the hell not? Let's talk about it now. So I saw Jupiter ascending in the theater, okay? So I heard all this hatred, all this hatred on Jupiter ascending. And, uh, man, I'm telling you. So, boy. So everybody hates this movie, right? And I know you're probably going to think, oh, here we go. We're going to get the review where Mike defends it. But I'll be honest with you. Um, there were there were some things I dug, you know, like I thought Mila and uh, and Channing Tatum were were you know were cool. I actually did like the flying skates, you know, that was very entertaining. I thought the special effects were really good, but man, that one bad guy, you know, the guy that uh, that won the Oscar for best actor uh, for the Theory of Everything. That was the worst acting performance I have ever seen. I, I agree one hundred percent with Jameson on this man. It was so terrible. This guy, he's just like. Uh, we're going to hurt you and then you're going, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I think uh, it, it was so terrible. I mean, it's the worst bad guy ever I've ever seen. I just wanted to fall asleep anytime he was on screen. I, I wasn't in love with the movie. You know, I think I, I think I'm at a three and I know Jameson gave me some crap saying that's a very generous score, but I actually genuinely Thought some things looked. I thought the special effects looked really good. Um, I like the bee stuff because I'm afraid of bees. I'm allergic to bees, so I actually thought uh, the flying. You know, when Mila has control over bees and stuff, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I hated the bad guy. Um, I definitely get the whole like there's multiple stories going on at once. So I don't know, man. It's an easy. I'm I'm now to the point where I kind of forget a lot of the things that happen in the movie. So it's a very forgettable movie. So it's first movie I saw in the theater, and uh, it was it was eh, it was th- it was a week three stars. I guess I, I'll give it that. So I saw Insurgent. So Divergent, as you know, was in my top 10 list of 2014. I was shocked in how much uh, I enjoyed Divergent. And it was the same day I watched Fault in Our Stars. I cried my ass off watching that movie. Uh, and then this, and then a couple hours later, I put on Divergent. And the, and the two lovers that I just cried over are freaking brother and sister. Uh, it, it definitely jacks with your emotions when, when you watch that. Um so I really enjoyed Divergent. I, I was going into Insurgent, really just hoping for a better movie. And you know what? I I definitely there were some things that I definitely enjoyed more than the first movie. Um, I would say it's not as action packed as it was as the first movie. There's more quieter moments, but that's good though because we're building character. You know, I, I'm fine if you want to you know, take an action movie and, and you want to slow it down to build character. I'm totally cool with that. You know, I don't want an empty movie, you know. Uh, I definitely, um, uh, what's that guy's name? Miles. Yeah, yeah, Miles. Uh, the, the guy that was in Whiplash. Yeah, the guy that I, I said I hated at first. Uh, he was really cool in this one. I definitely dug, you know, I'm definitely a big a big Shailene fan, man. I love this girl. Uh, she's just that. She's just that normal, everyday-looking girl next door. Uh, it's funny that she was supposed to be, you know, in the Amazing Spider-Man movies and that she was supposed to be, you know, um, what is it? Uh, 
Mary Jane. Yeah, she's supposed to be Mary Jane. But yeah, you know, it was, it was cool that uh, I saw Fault in Our Stars is the first movie I ever saw her in because she's definitely one of those girls that could pull off short hair and long hair. And when she cut her hair off for the movie, I was cool with it. Theo James, you know, I had first only seen him in Underworld, the last Underworld movie. So he was cool and divergent. And I definitely enjoyed Insurgent. I think uh, I give Insurgent the same rating that I would give Divergent. But I think I like it just a tad bit better, if that makes any sense. You know, I'm really excited to see where the third movie goes. Because the way that this ended was like, wow, where are you going to go? And then I find out the next movie is going to be broken into two films. So that's crazy. So I definitely, um, I would say Insurgent, if you are if you love Divergent, go see it in the theater. If you just watched it on cable and you thought it was cool, but you're not in love with it, then catch Insurgent when it hits Blu-ray, you know, or go rent it at the video store. It's definitely not a movie that you got to see in the theater, but I definitely enjoyed it. So I think I gave that one a strong three and a half. Yeah, that, that's kind of where I was at with Insurgent. Um, Divergent Insurgent, they both are um, a strong three and a half stars. Good times. So uh, let's move on to uh, another movie review. Okay, this one is, oof, wow, this, this one is something uh, I'm pretty excited about talking. Okay, all right, so I have Netflix, and under the category of uh, popular on Netflix was this movie. It was called Monster. It had this awesome cover on it. And I'm like, this has got to be a terrible horror movie, right? Because that's the thing my wife and I do. We watch Netflix to watch piece of crap horror movies. I don't know. It's our thing. They're just fun to make fun of. Or sometimes you get a legitimate scare. But I don't know. I Here's what caught us in the picture, believe it or not. And this is terrible to say. But uh, in the picture... There was one guy that I recognized. If you've seen Too Fast, Too Furious, um, in the beginning when there's a bunch of racers, the Mexican guy that's trying to take Suki out, um, the girl that was in a pink car, he's in this movie. And the girl from Chasing uh, Chasing Amy, the main actress, um, is in this movie. And then if you've seen Victorious, uh, Jane, who was the, the real... Man, she's really beautiful, actually. But she always plays a man. I'd say it a real bitch in in that show. But that's just how her character. She's supposed to be badass like that. But she's in this movie, and uh, but I didn't know that though, because in the picture is a picture of the guy I remember from Too Fast, Too Furious, and there's this guy on the on the far right hand side, and he has this real funny looking face, and my wife's like, "Oh, that guy is clearly gay," and I was like, "Yeah, but it." His face looks funny. Why don't we check it out? Just because of the way the picture looked on Netflix, right? But I'm like, this monster, though, it looks pretty legit. So this here's what I dig about this movie is I love the horror movies that don't explain the monster, right? I mean, you just get put into the world where you're being attacked by a monster and you have no idea how to kill it, what, why it's there, what it's doing, its motivation, you know, the whole works. And I shared this picture of the monster in the STL Nation group. But uh, the movie starts off and you immediately got a killing. You see what this monster looks like, but uh, not the full, not the full, um, just the face, you know. And you see it actually kill uh, somebody. And then you get thrown into the store of these friends that are going to this cabin. And then within about 15 minutes, the action starts going and somebody gets attacked and this monster progressively gets smarter and smarter. And the way it kills you is first it slices you and then it eats you. It eats your chest 
from inside and out. It just basically digs itself. And, and the way the monster looks, there's like three different forms, like three different kind of body types that you could put on this thing to represent what this animal is. But it's very secretive in regards to, um, you know, how did it get there? All that fun stuff. It's just a, a really great monster movie. And it's got a lot of good comedy. Like some of the some of the scares are actually legitimate jump scares, and then there's other ones where you start laughing because of how how something stupid happened in in the movie. So I had a really good time with it. My wife was really shocked of how good it was going to be. So uh, I rated that one four stars. I had a lot of fun with that Netflix movie. So it's called Monster. Came out in 2015. Came out this year. I want to say early this year. Uh, it's pretty popular on Netflix right now. But uh, here's what's great. There's no CGI. It's all practical effects. I think that's what makes this movie so good is because you're dealing with like old school monster movie kind of stuff that legitimately scares you. So highly recommend uh, if you're looking for a good time, a good scare, go ahead and check out Monster. So. Uh, then I watched another horror movie, which is something I didn't think I was going to like, and that was Insidious 2. So the first Insidious, which is directed by James Wan, who, uh, of course, took over for Furious 7, which we're going to talk about that movie in a little bit. But uh, he went ahead and directed Insidious 2, and I thought Insidious 1 was okay. You know, the, the demon, so to speak, looks like Darth Maul. Um, but part 2 was so much better than the first one. There's a really cool twist uh, with the character in the movie. I mean, this movie's kind of old, so I'm not really spoiling a whole lot. But uh, just the 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 style of the movie felt a lot faster. Um, if I don't know, it felt more confident, you know, because the first movie was kind of slow, but this one really picks up the pace. And it's just it. One thing I really enjoy is there's two stories going on at the exact same time towards the end of the film, and the way that the editing is done you can really follow along very well with it i really enjoyed that part so insidious 2 much better than the first one i definitely dig it it was good times all right so before i get into some more movie reviews let's get into another tune so this particular song um came on the radio and i was like i have not heard this song in forever and i totally forgot how much i missed this artist and this is the uh, song from michelle branch are you happy now I totally forgot how amazing this song was. And here's what I dig. I've always been a big fan of Michelle Branch. She was she always made a lot of great songs. But this particular song, while I dig it so much, is it starts off, you know, kind of uh, really slow, you know, and it builds up. You know, of course, when the chorus hit, it's pretty fast. But when you get to the second verse, it can the music can get louder and louder and louder to the point where uh, she's 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 basically at her ultimate pissed off mode, and then the song just takes off from there. And that's what I I dig. I love those songs that just build up and build up and build up. So it's probably been a while since you guys heard this song. It was pretty big on the radio uh, a long time ago. But it's a tune that is uh, definitely something that you should check out again. So here we go. We got some Michelle Branch and Are You Happy Now? Check it out. Now, don't just walk away. Pretending. Okay, and you don't 
Right, guys so that was some michelle branch and are you happy now good times all right let's get back to some uh, movie reviews so uh, another movie that i checked out recently was some dumb and dumber 2 oh my gosh man dumb and dumber 2 so all right i heard some things from jameson on this one because you know he loves dumb and dumber just as much as i do so i, I never saw this one in theater and I was really kind of expecting the worst. I had no idea how funny this movie was going to be. Now, 22 Jump Street, I never really had a chance to talk about. But I was really disappointed with the first half of the film. I was really let down. It was not funny at all to me. I was just kind of like, uh, this is just not good. But the second half of 22 Jump Street really redeemed it. I, I really went from a one star to a three and a half with 22 Jump Street. But Dumb and Dumber 2 immediately throughout the whole movie, I was just surprised of how funny it was. Uh, it, a lot of this stuff is recycled, but man, did I enjoy it. I gave that one four and a half stars, man. I, I freaking loved that movie. It was so good. It was so funny. And it, it wasn't really, you know, they nowadays they have to do the real tasteless humor to make people laugh. And it, I think it helped the fact that they were kind of recycling jokes, but somehow making it a little bit different, if you will. So I enjoy it. I know there's not a lot of fans out there for Dumb and Dumber, but man, I dug it. Now, there were some movies that I watched that I really didn't like a whole lot, like Dracula Untold. I gave it three stars. It was okay. You know, I definitely... Uh, Luke Evans, you know, I, I've been a fan of his since Furious Six. Um, I thought he was, I thought he was good. You know, it wasn't bad. I didn't hate the movie. I mean, it was definitely no I Frankenstein or anything like that. It just wasn't as good as I was hoping it was going to be. You know, it was just kind of like uh, I don't, I don't really know how to how to best describe it. I would just say it was kind of a letdown. You know, I was kind of hoping, oh, this is going to be awesome. And it was just kind of, eh, it was just average at best for me. Now, my surprise hits, I mean, you'll probably notice some of these movies I'm talking about are movies from last year, but these are all movies that I didn't get a chance to watch. Unfortunately, you know, either I missed in a theater or they, they hadn't come out on DVD in time for me to, you know, do my year end thing. But there was one particular movie that, I was in complete shock of my enjoyment for the film, uh, and that's John Wick. So Jameson uh, is—he uh, had it on like his mis- his most disappointing list of the year. So you know, like I said, Jameson has the most solid list that uh, I wanted to check out because I mean the guy's seen every movie there is in the theater, you know, and I, I definitely trust his opinion. And and most of the time, you know, whenever we get together we pretty much agree. There's very few movies where we were like butting heads on, you know, but I still think, you know, the Rocky five episode was the funnest because we were just arguing throughout that episode. That was good times. But 
John Wick, I was like, okay, Jameson doesn't really like this one. I'm going to go in with, uh, you know, very low expectations. And then there was another thing that I was like, okay, I don't get how I'm going to enjoy this movie because, okay, this is all about because they killed his dog. I don't get why I'm going to be emotionally attached to a dog. So the movie starts starts off, you know, and and uh, when you get into you you get introduced to the dog, you find out the meaning behind why he gets the dog. And you're like, oh, you know, it starts to click in, right? And then they do like a good ten minutes of time with this dog, and then the the story kicks in and you're like okay so after i don't know 13 minutes of screen time how can you emotionally be invested in a dog right i mean it doesn't make any sense right but i was the the director got me he fooled me he made me love a dog and when the dog died oh man oof, it's heart-wrenching but here's here's the biggest thing about john wick that i freaking love now the equalizer was my number 11 movie of 2014 i had so much fun with that movie it's awesome but John Wick, they build this guy up so much in the first half hour of the film that he is on this pedestal. So by the time you get to the action, John Wick is he is this untouchable force. And that's what makes the movie work is the build up to his character that they do is fantastic. So I love the movie so much that it... Uh, I went out and bought it right away. I've watched it like numerous times. And uh, if I had watched it last year, it would have been my number one movie of the year. Uh, I would have I would have dropped it and put it all the way up at number one. That's how much I loved it. So John Wick, five stars. I freaking loved it. Bring on the sequel. Uh, I, I, I loved the action. I thought it was fantastic. I loved the story. I was not let down at all with this one. I was so engaged and oh, it was so, so good. So I'm sorry, Jameson, that you were let down on this one, sir. Uh, I think maybe because I went in with just an open mind and I wasn't really, you know, maybe I was thinking I was going to get let down. Maybe that's why I enjoyed it so much. So this officially would have been my favorite movie of last year. So uh, it, w- it was, I enjoyed it so much. And of course, I know, come on, I'm contrarian Masunas. I know that I would have been the only person to have that as their number one movie of the year. But hey, that's what makes me me, right? You know, you guys count on me to like the movies and nobody else does, right? That's what I'm here for. So good times. All right, guys, before I get into uh, some some Fast and Furious 7 talk, let's play another tune. Now, this particular tune is, an, is a new song, and man, I was totally shocked when I heard this song because it was so good, man. So here's the deal. I'm a big Kid Rock fan. As you know, I've played him before in the past, but there's not a lot of people that really like Kid Rock, and I totally understand and get it. Uh, however, uh, all summer long, which was basically like "Sweet Home Alabama," it was kind of like uh, you know a play on that song. A lot of people loved, dug it. Even the country uh, music industry really embraced that song. But there's this new song he did called "First Kiss." Man, this is an excellent pop song. I mean, they play it on rock and roll radio, but it's such a great pop vibe to it. And it's it's a totally clean song because usually Kid Rock, he's got to have some swear words in there, but not this song. It's super clean. It's a really good love song, and uh, it's, it's a real good feel song, and I think it's actually a perfect summertime song. So he did, I think, an excellent follow-up song all summer long. Uh, so it's called First Kiss. It's his new single, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. So here you go. Check it out. I remember waiting for the school bus Jenny Clayton 
All right, so that was Kid Rock with First Kiss. Good times. All right, guys, let's roll into uh, the final bits uh, of movies that I want to talk about. Furious 7 before I roll into some WrestleMania 31 news. Uh, you know, predictions, if you will, about tomorrow for all my wrestling fans out there. But in regards to Furious 7, so here's the deal. You know, I've been talking about Furious 7 for a long time. Almost like any time I did news, I always brought it up, but it's six days away. And I have tried my best to avoid um, to avoid reviews, so on and so forth. Because last week, uh, this movie was premiered uh, to a group of individuals. And the thing is, is Vin Diesel and the producers were there. And they said, you know, it's great if you, we hope you love and enjoy this movie. But we ask you that you do not reveal the the ending of the film you know what happens to paul walker so on and so forth now um i'm not i actually know about the ending i don't know how it happens or what's going to happen i just know what the ending is going to consist of and how it uh is going to uh honor paul walker so here's the thing man i've watched numerous interviews with the cast you know and, and it's always a hard thing to watch about them talk about Paul Walker. But the thing is, is, is they're saying how the way the how they came together to finish this film to honor their brother and the the final send off for Paul Walker and, and Brian O'Connor was done tastefully, respectfully, and that's all I've heard, man. I I mean this movie has got what an eighty three percent of rotten tomatoes at this point in time. So I've read very little negativity about the film. It it's the most ridiculous movie out of them all, which is exactly what I want. Because let's face it, these movies know their audience. The, this movie is not called Furious Seven. It's Screw Physics Seven. That's exactly what it is. It's Screw Physics. These guys are superhuman superheroes i mean they fly they could fly through the air and not crash you know it's just that's what we've come to expect but the reason why this franchise is so important to so many people is because it's family and it's it's got so many different cultures of different people that it's multiracial and that's why this film series is so fantastic why it goes across the world and is so loved and why it's my favorite franchise because everybody on this screen it's like my family. Like I, I grew up with these guys. You know, I've been with these guys for the past fifteen years. You know, I love these guys. You know, and uh, of course, I get. To, I have to say goodbye to one of them. You know, and Paul Walker has gotten a lot of. You know, excuse my French, but he's gotten a lot of shit over the years. Okay, and and uh, he definitely uh, with hours that came out. Right before he died, he got a lot of respect, a lot of respect for that film. That that movie it was a five star film for me. It it oh, it was so great, but I couldn't put it in my top movies of 2014 because it was made in 2013, unfortunately. Um, and it it was so good, and people were just like, "This is the film, the acting Paul Walker you've always wanted to see." But uh, I, I can't wait to see, you know, what happens in Furious 7. So I have the highest expectations. You know, I went into Fast 5 with high expectations and they delivered and above. I went into Furious 6 with high expectations and above and, and it delivered. You know, Furious uh, Fast 5 is five stars. Fast and Furious 6 
is five stars. I'm expecting this movie to be five stars. You know, uh, I'm expecting it to be the best of the series. You know, I've seen multiple the best, the top these movies all ranked from from number you know best to worst, and this movie falls at number two. Everybody puts Fast Five at number one, and every list I've seen has put uh, Furious Seven at number two. That's a good thing, man. That that's that's very promising. So. Uh, I see this thing in six days. I see it opening night here, uh, Thursday at 7 p.m. Uh, man, oh, I, I can't express how excited I am for this. Once I see this movie, man, the rest of the year is going to be like cool. You know, Avengers 2 is coming out great. You know, it's like this is the movie I've been waiting for. And I've watched all these movies in preparation for number seven. I just finished number six today. And there's going to be all these crazy fights. I've seen part of the fight with Jason Statham and The Rock. It's something I've always wanted to see on screen. I finally get to see it. The Rock bottom he does is fantastic. I have no idea about the ending. You know, the cool thing with this movie is is that with Furious 6, they kind of spoiled a lot of, like, epic things. You know, the tank scene and the, the airplane scene. But they've never showed you how the ending of the movie is going to be in this, in all the trailers. We all know that the airplane scene, that's one of the first scenes of the movie. So that's pretty cool. There's so much to look forward to in this movie. Plus, it's the longest of the series. So, man, uh, all I can say is is that um, if this is the last of the of the series, you know, I think I, I'm bringing my box of tissues. I'm ready to cry. Uh, I've actually I've seen the the CGI work of uh, Paul Walker's face on Cody, and it's fantastic. The guys that did uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, the same guys, they were brought in quietly to do the work. And when you have the best in the business for CGI. You can't go wrong. You know, when you have a brother who looks identical to Paul Walker and you CGI Paul Walker's face on him, I mean, it, it's pretty much a home run. So um, the the song that they play in the last TV spot was just gives you chills. Uh, the soundtrack isn't as awesome as the Furious 6 soundtrack was. I mean, We Own It is still the best song in the Fast and Furious franchise, but... Um, man, I, I cannot express how much I am looking forward to this. I mean, I, I share posts about Fury 7 every day on Facebook. All my friends hate me at this point in time. But uh, this is my my most anticipated movie of the year. I have the highest expectations. And the thing is, is that these this series does not let me down. So I'm not going to go in with high expectations and, and be let down. Because these guys don't know how to let me down. So... Um, so I will report back, uh, once I see this movie, um, give it, uh, a few days to process, make sure that my, you know, I've made the mistake in the past of giving movie ratings instantly. And then two or three days later, my ratings change. So I'm going to give it a fair amount of days. I may even go see it twice because that's something I definitely want to do this time. And then give my full review of the film. I'll give a spoiler-free review. And then I'll get into spoilers. Uh, But uh, yeah, I I am expecting this to be the best of the series. And uh, if there's more, uh, I I don't know. I... I don't know how I feel about more sequels. I guess we'll talk about that. We will we will pick up from, you know, from today for the next time we get together and I will discuss on how I feel about the future of the series. Uh so with that being said, that's it for for movie reviews I got for you guys. 
Uh, I'll watch a few more movies, uh, ones that came out recently, uh, some more movies on Netflix, and uh, and give you some more recommendations. But I want to talk about some WrestleMania 31 news real quick, and then we'll end this episode. So for all my wrestling fans out there, as you know, WrestleMania is tomorrow. It is the biggest day for wrestling fans. Uh, this thing, man, this is going, they're going balls out with this, with, with this one, man. Uh what six six hours yeah yeah six hours guys four hours for the actual wrestlemania and two hour pre-show six hours for this thing man that's insane right so last year wrestlemania 30 was uh, was phenomenal because i got to see my three favorite wrestlers at the same time in the ring together my boy dwayne the rock johnson my homie my boy my, uh, I am the avid kid, as you know, for Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's going to be on Saturday Night Live tonight, by the way. So if you're listening to this episode today, make sure you check it out tonight. Of course, Stone Cold Steve Austin is my second favorite. And then Hulk Hogan, number three. It was great. Uh, I'm hoping to see Rock again tomorrow. We'll see what happens. But uh, a lot of big matches. If you've heard of Sting, he's the guy from WCW who looked like the Crow. Uh, it's his first time ever in a pay-per-view match for WWE, so that's going to be awesome. You know, it's like my wife and I coming together. She's been a WCW fan. I've been WWE, so we're coming together. It's good times. Roman Reigns, which is the cousin of The Rock, uh, he's up for the main event. Uh, Rock showed up at the last pay-per-view to get the fans over for this guy, and it didn't go over well. But I think it's going to be really good, man. I can't get over it. It's going to be six freaking hours long, man. Four hours for the actual pay-per-view Two hours for the uh, for the pre-show, man. Ridiculous. So, my predictions. Uh, let's see. Oh man. Uh, okay. So we got Randy Orton uh, versus Seth Rollins, and I know some of you are like, I have no idea who these people are, who you're even talking about. That's okay. So this is for the people who actually know what I'm talking about, who I think is going to win. Are you are you going to steal uh, my predictions? Because you know we play this fun game on Facebook. It's called uh, Face versus Heel. But essentially, I think that uh, Randy Orton is going to win that match. No problem there whatsoever. Uh, you know, John Cena, who's kind of like the face, if you will, of the WWE. Uh, they're kind of trying to take a back seat on this guy. But um, I actually think he's going to beat the guy who's been unbeatable for the past two years. So I think that's going to be a really good match. Undertaker, uh, he's never lost at a WrestleMania match. He lost last year. He's going up against the psycho, crazy, lunatic guy, Bray Wyatt. He's this cult guy. Uh, I uh, I hope Undertaker wins. That's who I'm going for. We'll see what happens. Um, for the divas, you know, we got my favorite diva, which is uh, Paige, which uh, I probably scared you guys in the beginning of this episode because I played her theme song. Uh, and that always scares people when they hear the very beginning of that. But uh, she's awesome, and I'm hoping that she's going to win for the divas division. Um, and then I guess the, the, well, the big match of the night, there's really two. There's this big... Uh, there's this big ladder match is going to be like uh, seven guys in there. Um, if you've ever heard Daniel Bryan, that's who I think is actually going to win. But the big match is Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. So Roman Reigns essentially is the cousin of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, right? So Dwayne uh, actually um, it, it tried to get you know Roman Reigns over uh, to a lot of people. Try to get you know because he was actually a big fan favorite, and then he got on the mic. He wasn't very good. People started not really, they started disrespecting him. And then all of a sudden his mic skills got better, but he never got the respect back for some stupid reason. But 
I've actually said he's going to win, but then Brock Lesnar, this guy who's been, I don't know, he's he's had the belt for like over a year and he never defends it. He, this guy, I, I, he's, he's a really good bad guy, but I think he's going to win because of the fact that he re-signed with the WWE. So they're probably going to keep it with him for another year. And then maybe next year, WrestleMania, Rock will come back and take it from him. I don't know, but... I think it'll be a really good WrestleMania. I'm hoping for that to be the case. And I guess we will see what happens. And uh, if you want to check it out, it is only $9.99. You just get the WWE Network and you can check it out. If you haven't watched wrestling in a long time and you want to just watch a good, you know, good matches, this is the place for you to check out. You know, WrestleMania is always, always delivers and there's going to be a lot of matches there, especially if you are a fan of Sting, man. This is his first time ever in a WWE ring. It's going to be amazing. So so check it out. So uh, that's it, guys, for my news, reviews, and tunes episode. I hope you dug it. Um, you know, maybe I should have did a full, full-blown Underground Hour episode. I don't know. But I kind of like the way that this hybrid episode went. It was good times. So I will definitely catch you guys in the next few days. That's a promise. I am definitely going to review Furious 7 after I see it, uh, it'll take a couple of days, but I will uh, I will come back and, w- and I will discuss. And I will definitely take emails from you. So if you see Furious 7, go ahead and send in your emails, stlpodcast.gmail.com. And uh, get ready to bring your box of tissues because we're going to cry and we're going to talk about this bad boy inside and out. And I can't wait. So thank you guys uh, for joining me. And I'm going to leave you with an awesome song. It's called Black and Blue. This is uh, for all. It's an amazing song, uh, but it actually is actually a wrestling song. Um, this is a song that's played when you watch SmackDown, and it's the best theme song they've ever had. But it's a fantastic rock and roll song. It's called Black and Blue. It's fantastic, and it's in honor of WrestleMania 31 tomorrow that I'm excited for. And uh, just just an overall good tune. So thanks so much, guys, for all your love and support. You guys are amazing. Uh, keep the love going in the STL Nation. And I will catch you guys in a few days. Don't forget to send in your emails for some Furious 7, guys. So STLpodcast at gmail.com. So you guys have a good one. Take care. Masunas out. Black and blue, I crawl along the wreckage of what